You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma stories through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and definitely on Instagram at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host, back with another episode. Amazing episode for you today with Francis Pitts from Metropolitan School of Dance here in Oklahoma City. A great organization. She's going to tell you a little bit about what they do and what they've been doing uh, for the last, well, I think since the 90s, really, just looking at some research. But um, they do amazing things with kids in you know in, in all ages, um, starting from kids all the way up, I think, to 87 is the oldest um person who's come to the dance school and not just about dance but teaching development and giving these kids an opportunity so uh, Francis wanted me to let you guys know that Metropolitan School of Dance is funded by the Oklahoma Arts Council the National Endowment for Arts Allied Arts um, the Anthony Family Fund and Kirkpatrick Foundation guess what we'll start with is um, tell us a little bit about a kind of you know the Metropolitan School of Dance and then your background first. I want to know all about you. How do you get into it? I guess I would say um, my we're a military family, a retired military family, and we moved to Oklahoma. And um, I was searching around to find something that my girls would fit in with. They didn't uh, really enjoy volleyball or basketball or soccer and all of those things that you might uh, try first. And I saw the dance troupe at Years ago, uh, before we became the Thunder, I had Thunder team. We had a, um, I don't know what you call a, a minor league team, for lack of a better term, the Cavaliers basketball, and saw a halftime show and really enjoyed that and enrolled them in dance. And from that, they blossomed. And so um, as a result of that, that, of course, I fell in love with it. I watched the difference and the change that it made in their lives. And I wanted to help, you know, do the same for many other children. So, yeah. And there wasn't, at the time that you wanted to create that, I guess there really wasn't a structure available or in place, which led you to create one on your own. Um, that's not necessarily true. Um, when I saw the halftime show and it was inner city dance at that time, um, I guess you would, um, Metropolitan School of Dance morphed from inner city, from inner city dance to Metropolitan School of Dance. So Okay. Um, when I took that organization, not took it over, but started um, being executive director of the organization, kind of blossomed from there and continued their programming to expand uh, what we were doing in the city. Yeah. So before this, did you have any kind of dance experience before you, you saw this at the, you know, at the, which led you to get into it? My only experience in dance was uh, watching, going to some of the shows, um, of course, uh, Alvin Ailey and, and things like that, uh, Dance Theater of Harlem. So watching their shows, I absolutely fell in love with, with movement and expression through movement. So uh, when I saw my girls blossom through, through that and the changes that it was making in, in little one's lives, then, of course. Um, but for me, no, there is no prior experience with dance. Uh, always wanted to dance, but I did. Uh, my my way of getting to the arts was through music and piano and violin and things like that, but never dance. Yeah. So you've always kind of had a general kind of love for the arts then, just not in the form of dance. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating. And in Oklahoma City, you know, it's obviously growing a lot and, and we see a lot of it. I know and the, like I said, there's organizations kind of like yours that give back. And, and you know, we have the Arts Festival coming up super. I mean, what is it next week? couple of weeks? It's soon, right? It's next week. Next week. Yeah. It so is next week. <laughs> and Metropolitan is performing at the Festival of the Arts on Saturday at the Sonic Children's Stage at 5 p.m. Um, we are also partnered as a nonprofit organization. We're partnered with Dippin' Dots. So come by Dippin' Dots and support our organization as we're fundraising during that time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Dipping Dots ice cream. What a great, what a great way to support you by buying ice cream. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, yes, exactly. And this will go out, you know, this is the week that we're speaking of, which is next week, sad this coming Saturday, when this is going out, this is when this will be the arts festival. So for people listening, that's up at the date and everything in the description. So they can go to that and make sure all the links are where they need to go and they can, you know, have a great time at the arts festival and see you, see you and the girls performing. Going back to that moment then where you dive into and, and kind of create what is today Metropolitan School of Dance, when was that? And kind of take me through the timeline up until now. For people listening, give us some context and kind of take us through, you know, from start to finish, or I guess, you know, from, from day one of conception up to now, you know, kind of the evolving nature of the club, the school, you know, what you do. Um, just to kind of give people listening just an idea of, you know, hey, we may have heard of Metropolitan School of Dance, but we don't really know what it is. So can you, yeah. we got time. Let's talk, you know, talk about kind of the process of, you know, how it started from from when it started to now, how it's evolved and, and the classes that, that you have and, and as much information as you want to tell us about. This is this is your time. So in Oklahoma City, uh, a lot of people may remember um, Stage Center. So inner city dance was a house at Stage Center. And as I said, it morphed into Metropolitan School of Dance. We teach dance to students ages three through adult. Um, Primarily uh, at that time, dance was, our program was created for uh, kids who might not otherwise experience the arts or or the, the, um, I guess the, the balance and the solitude that you might find in dance and creativity. And so, we wanted to make it accessible to everyone. Um, teaching ages three through adult, as I said, ballet, tap, modern, jazz, African point, hip hop, and for time drumming. Um, and so we have a fall session, spring session, summer dance camp. Metropolitan School of Dance also hosts um, the Oklahoma City Tap Dance Festival that happens in late September of every year. And we bring in artists from all over the nation in tap dance and have three days of master classes and all of that. And for our um, fall and spring session, we have classes every week. Um, like I said, ages three through adult, mostly the children are dancing on Saturdays at 9 a.m. Um, some of them don't get out of there until three o'clock, but they're trained in all those different dance styles. And then we have adult classes throughout the week. Um, and in, um, let's see, Afro-Cuban, African dance, ballet, jazz, and tap. So those things are offered as well. And we do a lot of community outreach where we will do uh, performances throughout the community. Um, we're partnered with, um, um, the, what do you call it? Metropolitan library school system, library systems and um, whoever will call us and and would like some uh, engagement or um, sometimes team building at corporations and things like that. We also 
provide programming or teachers or instructors that will go out and do that as well. Uh, programming is affordable. We never turn anyone away based on ability to pay. Um, so our oldest student so far has been 87 years old and she trained in African dance, believe it or not. And um, so it was absolutely wonderful. There is no age range that we have found so far. If anyone desires to dance, they can dance at Metropolitan. We do allow when people are interested or they find out about us, they can um, come in or enroll at, before they enroll. Let me back up. What families will find is, OK, my kid might be interested in that, but I don't want to I want to make sure. And, and that's certainly natural. So they can come on Saturdays, try out all the different dance styles and then decide whether or not to enroll their children. So they do that for free and then they can enroll in class. We also have a performance coming up. Um, like I said, we're out in the community. We want to be out there. We want people to know about what's going on and what's available to them. Um, so uh, one Northeast Oklahoma City is having a festival. I believe it's on May the 7th. So we'll be performing there and we'll have information there. We recently just finished uh, the Women of Color Expo. So we're trying to let people know what's going on, what's affordable, what's accessible, and just come and have fun and let the kids express. So. Yeah, that's great to be in a position where you can provide, you know, for these kids to give them an opportunity to open the doors because, you know, so, some of the kids growing up, they, they may not have, you know, the kind of exposure to, you know, like you said, all of the different dance types you said. I mean, there's there's an abundance of different dance styles for them to get into. And it sounds like you guys have a lot of them covered. I hope so. I sure would like to, to help more if they're interested. And while they're there, I talked about a long day for some of the students on Saturday. We also provide nutritious snacks and lunches so that, you know, they can't dance if they're thinking about, OK, I'm hungry. So we do that. I know that's kind of unusual from what everybody else does, but that is what we do. We provide meals as they're dancing and um, also in at our summer dance camp, which is a, a two week camp. Um, snacks and meals are provided when they're attending camps yeah that's a great resource to have and like i said it's different from everybody else that makes you guys stand out i hope so so yeah I don't, we don't want it to be any barriers as to you know why they can't learn why they can't dance and we know that everybody needs to access access the creative side mm -hmm. of, of who they are and develop uh who they are so yeah and and Arts are necessary for everyone. Creativity is necessary for all of us. So that's kind of our little contribution to, to the community. So. Yeah. Have you had, I'm sure you have had cases of, of kids that have come through your programs and gone on to do dance in universities or, or into the arts in universities. And it's, it's kind of just opened the doors to the possibility of, you know, this is something I enjoy. This is something I could do at school. And then they've gone on to, you know, do it in higher education. They have uh, trained in higher education. Some have become professional dancers. Some are judges. There's a judge in Oklahoma, for example, that trained at Metropolitan. Um, you, you, name, you name the business or, or uh, profession they are in. They could be nurses, doctors, you know, they've trained it. And we think that's a wonderful thing. So teachers, educators, yeah. yeah that have started and trained at Metropolitan. And some of our students who began uh, training at Metropolitan as children are now adults, several are educators, as I say, but they've come back to also give back to the community and they are part of our uh, instructors or contract artists that teach at Metropolitan. Oh, that's awesome. And that was gonna be my next question was, you know, how do you get 
people who teach, you know, the kids, it's great having the, you know, there's an abundance of kids out there who, who have a need for one, you know, this and what you do and teaching classes, but you also got to have teachers to do these classes and they take the time out. Tell me about some of your teachers. Um, I'm going to, well, I'll talk first talk about my daughter because I talked about how we moved as a military family here Mm -hmm. and, um, she was very shy and introverted and just absolutely blossomed in dance. Well, my daughter received a full ride scholarship to college at Randolph-Macon Women's College as a result of her training at Metropolitan School of Dance. So, however, I will state that she is a scientist. So to say, yeah, she's an artist and she teaches dance and all of that, but that was her inroads to getting into college, training in college, but now she's a scientist at OU, so. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because you're right, to that point, like she's, you know, it's it's just an, it's another way that that people who go through these classes, men or women can go through, boys or girls, can get a scholarship and I was a college athlete. I had, you know, I, I, I played golf in college and, and I have a marketing degree and I, you know, I have business, you know, I do business or whatever it is, but you know, like I say, it doesn't have to be your profession, but it is a way that you can get school paid for and, and be a part of a, a team and, and enjoy your four years of college as a collegiate. Yes. Athlete. Yes. So we have another student who um, graduated from UCO and she's an educator as well, but she was one of our best dancers at Metropolitan. She doesn't dance anymore, but she's an educator now. So another who grew up through Metropolitan School of Dance and is at Oklahoma Educare. So she's an early childhood educator and professional. And so these young ladies bring to the table what is needed for the audience that we have and, and they understand the processes. And so that's wonderful to have um, available to the kids when they come in and dance and train. Yeah. So do a lot of the teachers then, are they past students who have come through and they just circle back to give back to the community and give back to the, like people like yourself who taught them? Um, several of the teachers are that some of them were educators and counselors in their own right, uh, in Norman public schools and in more public schools. And, uh, one who was, uh, the head of the dance department at Harding, uh, fine arts Academy for a while. And now she's also teaching at Metropolitan. So it's a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of information and expertise in the people or the women that are training and men that train or teach at Metropolitan. And, and um, yes, let, uh, quite a few of them or several of them have trained as uh, dancers at Metropolitan and came back to, to give back. Others have their own expertise and their own training that they brought to the table that they trained in dance and now they're giving back to the community as well. Yeah. You mentioned performing in public. That's one thing that, you know, it's great to give people lessons and, and kids lessons you know, or like I said, all ages lessons, but when you put them on a stage, I mean, that's the real deal. You're getting all the experiences. And, and like you mentioned just now, you know, you're not just performing, you know, once you guys perform, you know, many times throughout the year. So I'm sure there's many stories of, you know, boys and girls, men or women going on stage for the first time, you know, having that stage fright, but getting over it and learning from it and progressing. And sometimes, and it's, it's, it's kind of funny to see, and some of them may freeze and some of them may, may cry for mommy and that's okay too. You know, uh, other kids in their classmates take them by the hand, you know, lead them off stage, lead them on stage and say, come on, let's, let's do this together. And it's 
okay, you watch that on stage and it's, it's, I mean, it captures your heart to see it in, in progress. So yeah, this, this stage fright, even for me, <laughs> uh, is, is a bit of a challenge, but yeah, they get through it and they do it and we all have fun. Yeah. So, so finishing up, I want to, I want to make, you know, make, make sure we get as much value out of this as possible for people listening. How can, how can we support, how can we show you value? You know, what, what is you, what are your big needs as a, you know, a dance school and, and kind of the things that you really want the community to rally around and look for and stuff like that. Metropolitan School of Dance is a, a nonprofit organization where we are a smaller organization as you you said a lot of people may not have heard of us and that's okay. I want you to know about us. I want you to know we're present. I want you to know we're in the community. We are located at the Douglas at Page Woodson at 600 North High Avenue in Oklahoma City. It's the old Douglas High School. Um, and that's where we hold our classes. Um, as a nonprofit, we do have a smaller budget. I wish we had a larger, but we don't. I mean, we still do what we do for the kids. Um, if they don't have dance where we provide dance where if anyone wants to help, um, they can uh, they can sponsor a child. Um, donations are accepted all year long <laughs> uh, to help out. Um, I don't know. There's a there's a kind of a, a, I guess you would say a long list of, of needs that we have, but if I had to hone in on, on what was uh, our greatest need right now is sponsoring students when, when they come through and they can't afford the dance wear or dance attire, then it absolutely helps uh, when people can do that. If you wanna check us out or, or see what we're about, you can look at our website www.msdiokc.org. That gives you a little more information about us. We're also on Facebook to let you know what's going on in the studio. Um, as you mentioned, we do have community engagements. If there's something going on in your business or you want to bring in a teacher for team building, we have that available. And we do ask for honorarium when that happens. And that honorarium goes back to the organization to help do what we do in the community. Um, uh, you can go, I think you can go throughout the city and maybe look at some other organizations or, or dance companies and, and do a comparison. That's all I'm going to say, because our kids can either attend, they, they're, they can attend for free, they can attend for $10 a month or $25 a month greatest, and you'll see quite a bit of a a difference in, in what you might pay if you look at other places. It's not about um, always the money, but it's about touching the person and the child and meeting their needs and letting them know that this is family, this is community, we love you, we accept you no matter what. There is no criteria on um, what you do as a dancer. You may be a dancer, it doesn't matter whether you're tall, short, fat, skinny, it doesn't matter. If you desire to dance, you can dance at Metropolitan School of Dance, so we welcome you. Yeah, I see the passion in your voice. Oh, I see the passion thank you. in you. I, I mean, it's it's amazing. You know, obviously you've been doing this for a long time and I get the, and now I understand why, um, you know, cause a lot of people might, might ask you, you know, why, why'd you do this all the time? And, and I get the sense, you know, that it's not about dance. It's about developing kids and giving kids an opportunity. Absolutely. You can, you can uh, many times see um, that you can see a transformation from when we have a new student and who they are at the end of the year, the change that it has made in their lives. And Mike, that's not always 
it, you know, 90% of the time it's children, but sometimes it's adults and they're going through difficult things too. And, and sometimes, you know, it's so taxing because I'm so busy trying to wear so many hats. So we do need volunteers. I better say that. Um, but I'm wearing so many hats and I think to myself when I have a quiet moment, why am I doing this? And then I sit down and I talk to someone. Or I may be talking to a, a young, a teen, a young teen, or I could be talking to a young adult. And you realize they're going through some things and it's 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 just having that place to express, to feel comfortable. Um, it's a safe surrounding and you can be who you are and express through who you are and work through your challenges through movement. Yeah. So that's why we're there. Um, other needs, volunteers, like I said, um, Festival of the Arts, Dippin' Dots. If anybody's interested, come help us out. We need volunteers to help work that. So um, areas of need, but also community support. Just surround us with your love and your care and, and join in with us as, as we perform in a community. Mm -hmm. That's all we ask. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know, uh, just knowing a little bit about more about your story kind of over the past few months, it's... Uh, you know, the work you guys do is amazing. And I, and I can't speak highly enough of, you know, like I said, the stuff that you do, the people you impact and, and also the need that's there, you know, you guys, everything you just said, right. There people listening, there is a need and you may not think that you can help out, but you'd be surprised. It's not just about dance, you know, like there's a need everywhere. Just, you know, even if you don't have to make money, you, you know, even if you don't have money to give, you know, just give your time. Cause that's uh, equally as valuable. So. Absolutely. I just I want to take this opportunity to thank you so much um, for reaching out and wanting to hear about Metropolitan School of Dance. I thank you for what you're doing, for making people aware of what's available. If anybody has any questions for us or you'd like to reach out and contact us, our number is 405-236-5026. Um, write us uh, Metro School of Dance at gmail.com. I'll be happy to respond again. I wear a lot of hats, so it may take me a day or two, but no, I'm getting back to you. Again, Mike, thank you so much for your time and, and allowing me to talk about the organization. Of course, of course. And also remind people listening next Saturday, Dippin' Dots, you guys are performing at yeah. Fest, uh, Festival of the Arts, which is going to be amazing. Wish you guys all the best for that. And, um, you know, can't wait to see that. And also me in person soon. So, <laughs> yes. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma stories through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and definitely on Instagram at oklahomahof. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.